But if you go to daily Mass, or if you read the readings at home for the daily Mass, we've had both that first reading and the Gospel in the last few weeks. Very powerful stories. Powerful revelations. And as we're still in the shadow of the Epiphany, which we celebrated last weekend, that manifestation, the revealing, the showing forth of the person and the power of Jesus Christ. We see that on display in a very real, particular way in the scriptures this morning. It's been said that the questions that Jesus asked are perhaps the most important words in the New Testament. And sometimes the questions are more powerful and impactful than any answer that we can give. And we have one of those most powerful questions this morning. Simply, what are you looking for? What are you seeking? Last week or two weeks ago, 20,000 people from across the country, mostly college age and young adult people, came together for a conference called SEEK. It's an annual conference, and it's based upon this passage with an attempt to bring to a point all these stirrings within the human heart, to give some direction, to help find the answer to that question. We can take a step back, and we can know the answer that we're looking for Jesus But if we know that's the answer, then why do we settle for anything else? This first reading with Samuel and Eli, it's a wonderful story. If you you like the dramas that come on television or in the movies, go back and read the complete story of Samuel and Eli. Samuel dedicated to the temple at a young age living with and under the direction of this Eli, the high priest. And just one or two verses before where our passage today started, we read that it had been a long time since the Lord had spoken. There was no prophetic utterances. And if you go back some pages, you know why. As Eli, the high priest, was not a good person. His sons, who were also priests, were doing some very horrid and wretched things. And Eli did nothing to correct them. Defiling the temple, defiling their own bodies, practicing those things that St. Paul said to flee in the second reading. Our translation is kind of soft and nice for the, the public reading, where he says, avoid immorality, But he says, flee sexual immorality and all that goes along with those two words. All those things that our world is stuffing down our face as normal. Everything that the progressive woke agenda tries to get us to agree to is what St. Paul and Holy Mother Church historically has said, flee from, avoid. Because anyone who practices those things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. The church is clear on that. In her teachings. But Eli wasn't. He allowed that immorality to fester 
And so the Lord withdrew. And this is why Samuel wasn't familiar with the voice, even though he was sleeping next to the Ark of the Covenant. But we can also think about sleeping in the scriptures is never a good thing. It's always a, a sign of sloth, or spiritual laziness. So he was sleeping, and he hears the voice. And he went to where the natural voice would have been coming from. The voice of the Lord calling. Have you heard it? Have you heard the voice of the Lord speaking to you? What are you looking for? What does your heart desire? What motivates you? What drives you? What are you looking for? This most basic question. The image of us going to the refrigerator looking for something to eat even though we know what's in there or what's not in there. We keep going back hoping maybe it's different this time is a great analogy for many of our lives spiritually. That we're just looking for something and we don't know what. And we just keep going back to the same things hoping the next time will be different. As we begin our, our cycle of the ordinary time, the adult life of Jesus who's continuing the epiphany of revealing the face and the heart of God the Father to us. It's a beautiful way to start this year with allowing ourselves to probe our hearts. What am I looking for? Maybe you're still looking for a New Year's resolution or maybe the ones you've made you've already failed and you want to try something new. Sit with the Lord. Be like Samuel. Go and sit close to the tabernacle. And listen for the Lord calling to your voice, calling your name. This was a life-changing moment for Andrew and John. As John the Baptist pointed to Jesus. And they changed. They, They, like the Magi last week, Andrew and John this week leave what was comfortable and known to go follow something else. In this case, it's someone else. And Jesus then makes the next move. As Jesus turns to them, and what are you looking for? Because when they left John the Baptist to follow Jesus, that was the open door Jesus needed. Have you opened your door? And, gave, and have given God permission to speak to your heart. What are you looking for? Think about everything you've done this morning and yesterday and the last week. What are you looking for? John and Andrew were able to leave John the Baptist because they were looking for something more. This past week, if you're a football fan, there was a a, a turnover and a, a few coaching positions. And the whole social media world was ablaze with speculation. Checking, checking, checking. Who's going to be announced? Who's taking the place? There was a high alert with an anxious expect, expectation of something good to be happening in their lives. What if we had half of that with our expectation towards the revelation of Jesus Christ? 
But if we were half as excited about the life-saving message of Jesus Christ as we are about the mundane things of the world. St. Paul is warning us to not misuse the temple of our body because those people in Corinth who had already said yes to Jesus Christ had fallen back to a formal way of life in a way they had given up the hope that Jesus Christ was enough. And this is the sad story for so many of us. We get tired of waiting or we get anxious in anticipation and we just grab for the next best thing. This new year that we're beginning is a beautiful time to reorient, to recalibrate, to put ourselves back on the right path. Jesus invited Andrew and John to come to stay with him. And after their encounter with him, he went from rabbi, a teacher, to the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed. This is what happens when we stay with the Lord. As that he comes close to us. A teacher is far away. The Messiah, the anointed, the Savior is close. Jesus invited them to dwell with him. He invites each one of you to do the same. What are you looking for? Jesus says, come. Come to me. Come where I am. Come and see. Allow the Lord to open the eyes of your heart this day to radically change your life the way that he did to John and to Andrew. It was such an impactful moment that 50 or 60 years later, John could write this story with such specific details. This is what happens when we surrender our life to Jesus. The world is a flurry of distractions. We come and we gather around the altar the altar of the living God, to give orientation, to give direction to the desires of our heart. In just a few moments, I will say the same words that John the Baptist said. He saw Jesus walking by and said, Behold the Lamb of God. I will hold that very same Jesus in my hand and show him to you, and I will say, Behold. Pray for the grace to have the eyes to see, to see that he is what you are looking for.